Okay, episode 27. 27. 27. Dang. Honest-ish with a side of hot sauce podcast. We've grown beards. You're getting a little balder. I got this little piece backing up a little bit. It's like we're getting older on this show. I'm creaking in my chair. It's creaking in my knees. I fell yeah, the other day this week. You did? So you know how when we walked in, you were like, I like your boots. Yeah. So I don't tie the laces in them most of the time. So I'm, I've, I had my suit and tie on ready to go to the office and I'm walking the dog in the morning. I got, I slid my feet into the boots and the laces, I kind of step on the laces, but apparently one of the laces started coming out of the boot. And you know, the like the, on a, on a hiking boot or a winter boot, there's those hard kind of plastic things that hold the, they're not like the eyelets, but they kind of take the place of it. So the one <laughs> lace on the left shoe crossed onto the right shoe and got hooked onto the hook. And I took a step. I'm like, what the? heck is happening and then i took another step and i just went i bit it but I, I caught myself with my hands and i landed on my knee and i split the pant leg completely open at the knee like those pants are done oh god and then How's my your knee feel oh it, was, it still hurts but it was bleeding everywhere and i'm like f-bomb f-bomb shit yelling just yelling the dog's sitting there cowering in fear and i just look at her i'm like sheila it's not your fault it's not your fault who's in heat right now right and she's just like "Ah." and i was like it's not your fault i'm sorry i'm yelling and i i go back and and i take a like i shower my leg off i put like i rub poured rubbing alcohol on it because i had no peroxide and i'm like that burns and yeah that was monday today's what Saturday, saturday and it it is sore um, I was doing yoga yesterday and it's still sort of sick. Which like, left or right? Right knee. It just was like, yeah, <coughs> shoelaces, people. Let's tie them. Let's tie our shoes. My left knee is all messed up. What happened? I fell on the ice rink. So playing hockey? Playing hockey, yeah. I took a shot and I was kind of like off balance at the end of my shift. And my shin pad went, moved down because my shin pads are an inch too short and Dude, I nailed the top of my kneecap, and it. This was like two weeks ago. It, Still feeling it. It got all puffy. Like, hey, welcome yeah, to old age. Sucks wearing pads. But that's the thing in hockey. I thought you're supposed to wear pads, but my my knee pad it shifted down. So uh-huh. like, and I fell. So it shifted down, and my, the top of my knee was exposed, and I fell on the top of my Ooh. knee. Yeah. Well, not you'll be not. able to tell what the weather is when you're 65 years old, like a week ahead of time. You'll be like, ah! Oh, yeah. I get that. I had my knee kicked out years ago. It popped in and out. And Ugh. like, imagine a knee as a circle with two like bands around it. And it went yeah. like outside of those. Outside of the bands. And then came back in. And it was like, that made me almost puke. But yeah, dude. even today, it's like, that was 15 years ago. It still hurts. And then just this week, I was at ago. the freaking gym. And... Getting your gains. Getting my gains. And I had two 45s on each side and a 25-pound plate. And I went to go grab the 45. I was, like, looking around, grabbing the 45, and boom, 25. Right on the top of my foot, Oh, dude. snap. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So you pulled you pulled the one behind it and the other yes. one. And you weren't even paying attention. No. And I'm just looking around. So... My biggest fear at the gym is more like hitting my head, which happens. So like the way that like the gym I go to hitting has, your head like has what? two sc- squat racks next on? to each other, and so if you're in <laughs> the the bars are kind of a little close. So if like somebody's using the one squat rack on the left and you're using another one on the right, and you're changing out your weights and you're like trying to maneuver if if there's someone what gym. Uh, Elite Fitness North okay. on Garfield and Traverse City. Gotcha. All right, guys, you got that one for first one's on me. Um, 
but there's like if you back up you might hit your head on the other barbell so I, I think I've only done it like once but it is one of those things where you're like oh god I feel like a dumbass like yeah. that it had no it was not a gym related injury other than like where's the space around me but yep. I definitely okay. uh can relate to that barfing feeling because when that weight hit my foot so my the top of my foot you know you got that bone like I I sprained my something happened years ago i think i fell down a flight of stairs you think uh i'm pretty sure i did yeah were you drinking oh okay so 20 i think i was 20 years old and uh something happened to my my foot so that bone that sits on the top of your foot is like always been kind of sensitive and bigger and i think there's like a tendon that runs over that oh my gosh dude like it hurts so bad and i'm just sitting here going yep shaking like not like crazy but, but just started to shake because of the pain and trying not to so did like you uh what'd you do <clears throat> walked it off did you put it on instagram to get followers i didn't <laughs> i didn't oh, i didn't many... speaking of instagram and followers we're gonna talk about that today we're talking about how instagram influencers can fake their way to online fame we're gonna yeah i mean we're gonna talk about fa- and it's a, a general conversation on faking it till you make it yeah. on the on social media to, you know, which is a huge part of our lives, unfortunately or fortunately. There's a lot of value, but there's also a lot of just not only disinformation, but baloney, malarkey. Um, before we get there, we got to give some props. We're here in Traverse City, Michigan at New Leonard Media Studios. Mark Wilson, CEO, entrepreneur, or CEO, creative. The head cheese. The head cheese, the head chef, the, like the, the meth king himself the main dude yep we're here we love it uh best recording studio in traverse city michigan hands down uh, um i do know that now he's got a a new client because of all the props we've been giving him so thumbs up happy for you um then we also have to shout out we had the last sh- live show we did was the interview right yep and Jen. 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 Yep. Jen um, Carrasco. Jen, thanks again for being on the show. We really yep, much appreciate that. that. I, I got a lot of good feedback from that, too. Good. A lot of people were like, cool stuff. That was a good interview. And like, she's, you know, spit some value. And even my mom texted me on the side. She's like, I loved that podcast. Your mom did not text me on the side. <laughs> subject matter she for didn't another slide show. in your DMs. <clears throat> no. I'm sorry. Um, and then. We have, if this is episode 21, we have 73 more episodes to go to. This is episode 27. 27. But I did the math where it was <laughs> 73 episodes to go, and then Joe Rogan and you are going to beef out. And we're hoping by sooner than later we can get on his radar. But we could do it authentically and build followers by you know producing content, providing value. Or we could take the shortcut, which is an amazing thing. Like, we're going to dive into that. So we've got this giant kind of sub-economy of America of people making money off of social media. And we'll we'll pick on Instagram a bit because that's where a lot of this happens. A lot of the influencer that and it's, are there. It's, and I'm using air quotes, influencer. And so these people may or may not be actually influencing anyone as much as just having a lot of following. And in a mm-hmm. billion-person world – you know, if you've got a hundred thousand followers, is that even that valuable? Well, advertisers seem to think so, and yeah. so people are 
coming up with some fake strategies. What were some of the ones you thought were pretty hilarious? I mean, I've known this, right? Like, I know people rent out, you know, jets, like, hangers and stuff like that and, like, go sit in planes and take pictures. I did not realize there's – but they had ones that were, like, not even the full jet. You'd go to a studio and it would just be the chair of, like, the cockpit or, like, a plane. And you're like, I'm headed out. Like. Yep. Yeah. So and people, you know, rent Lambos and like they yeah. they do all that stuff. But like, I was surprised because you know we did some research on this. Um, I was surprised to hear the amount of money that you could get for one single post. Right. If, if you're, you're an super famous, yeah. Right? Like like a Kardashian post insane. is like a million bucks, a million dollars. Right. But it's like, in all honesty, if you are being influenced by a Kardashian. You probably should go to a psych ward. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, unless it's Robert right. Kardashian from the grave being right, like, right. here's how you practice law. Like, the rest of them, it's like, oh, my God. Yep. But this is the world we live in. It is. I mean, you know, that that uh, that shortcut to fame. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants to have a following. Like, everyone wants to be known. Everyone wants to be liked. So, I like, just want a cult following. Not, I don't need hundreds of thousands. You on social media. I just want, like, eight people, 12 people. Four wives, a bunch of people working in my fields. It's like, it'll be, it's fine. You might have some people that hear this episode. That's and fine. Call you up. Be like. Want to be a part of it. Want, oh, okay. I thought yeah, you meant yeah. more like, you want 12 wives? Like, what no, the heck? Man, you do you. Yeah. You do you. <laughs> okay. Like, you're, you're okay. I mean. But it's uh, what we were talking before that we hit record here. And, you know, the, the, the thing that you got to be careful of is, yeah, these, you know, people follow these influencers and worship them. And I mean, sometimes whatever, you know, whatever, um, whatever they're influencing in other people, if they're, you know, talking about information or, or, you know, dropping value or what they think is value, it it could be not valid. Right. Like, well, that's the thing. It's It's, kind of scary. Well, that's our last election cycle was a lot of non-valid information. A lot of the people that have quit mostly like Facebook have left Facebook and Twitter for, you know, MeWe or Gab or some of these other platforms. Well, parlors, I don't think you can parlor anymore because the, the, uh, no, because the hosts, Amazon and, um, you know, the big web hosting companies dropped parlor. But yeah, you can, I just wonder, I guess the main question for me is mostly like, who actually gets influenced by a post, right? Like, and I don't mean like zero influence, but so if I'm a marketing company, I'm really paying for access to your followers, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm like, coca-cola and i want you know paris hilton to drink a diet coke or just you know as an example and it's like hey paris if you put a diet coke in a post while you're you know jet setting we'll pay him a million dollars but like who's gonna look at that and go get a diet Coke? who's gonna get it that wasn't gonna eat a diet drink a diet coke anyway so it's like to me it's like is it that we have so much money in marketing and they really don't know what works or do they think it's like Oh yes, this is going to work. Like, do their analytics really support the spend? I think it's more in clothing. Like you clothing, know, yeah, I yeah. Think there's a lot of like, there's a lot of influencers that are doing. You know, who the, are you the, wearing? Right. Like, and then these people who are like wearing these clothes will drop the links to get them. Sure. And then they'll have their personal links, and then they'll get a kickback to you know how many. 
people bought off that link and you get, you know, 20% off or 10% off if you click the link. So should we start doing a YouTube <laughs> style of the podcast? I'll wear a different tracksuit every week. I love it. And like, I'll be like, yo, hey, bro, I just want new tracksuit, you know, three color Adidas, bro. Like, don't do that velour bullshit. Like, do we start doing, like, coming up should. with a theme? We I have mean, webcams like, now. So we, we could, I mean, we could create followings. Like, we could go get non-authentic followers we could go pay for i mean bots. on instagram you can pay for bots yep. and there's ways they do it the so hbo's got a documentary coming out um i guess i'm gonna have to look up the name of the documentary while we're on this this but the thing about that to me was interesting it's like they did a test where they had someone with like a what was it a very small social media following uh fake famous it's on hbo um check it out i have not seen it yet but we're gonna check it out um you really just pay for these followings and they did a test where they found someone with no social media following and boom like grew that and then you've got companies sending them stuff it's like well what kind of stuff do we want we should make a strategy here we should leather bound books books yeah, books. Books. Like leather-bound like journals or books that we can read? Books that we can read, yeah. But they're leather-bound? Yeah. Like? The smell of rich mahogany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, let's, we'll do some ASMR where we pull open the leather books and we're like, oh, knowledge. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Jorts? What do we want? Jorts? Do those things... <clears throat> <clears throat> I could rock some jorts. Skids? Buy some are skids still around? Like skids? we could bring them back. What are those? What? Oh, you're a little too young. They were a Mark, do you remember what skids were? They were a pair of pants. Like uh they had like crazy designs. So think like a sort of like a hammer pant kind of. But on the back of them they had like a yellow kind of emblem, like a road sign with a car and like a zigzag skid mark coming behind it. So it was like skids. I remember they were like the hottest thing in 1987, maybe like 91. I don't remember, but, but like those brands or any brand would say like, Hey, Nick and Jeff, you've got 70,000 followers, a hundred thousand. Like, so is that a, a, a real authentic goal for people to have to get followers to like basically game the system in my opinion or is it going to be like eventually that's just going to come back and the marketers are going to be like, oh, shoot, we're just wasting money on bots. bots, And yeah. that's what it seems like. So we should do a test. We should. We should, for the honest dish and side of hot sauce Instagram, we should go find some bots. Like we should hire the fakeness and see what happens. And marketing companies, I'm telling you now, if we surpass 100,000 followers, there's going to be some fake ones in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's being someone who frequents social media, like, you know, I mean, it, it is, it's, it's like a sense of when you see someone that's got like a pretty strong following, I'll, I'll say anything over like, you know, 20,000 followers on, on Instagram is it's pretty strong. Um, I don't know, man, you get, it's like, wow, like they're, what do they do? Like you're, you're all of a sudden intrigued, right? So sure. But I mean. TikTok, I don't know you don't look a lot at TikTok, but yeah. my kids do. But there's kids that get like a million, a million views. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how the following thing works, but like it's just to me, it's like I get there's sheer numbers. And so somebody is going to be willing to pay for your access to those numbers. But the person cutting the check, realistically, it's like 
who is going to change their behavior yep. based on a post? Maybe a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why QAnon is so popular because all the social media posts kept pushing them into like conspiracy land. But I don't know. Like, is this like something we should be spending our time on? Is like entrepreneurial as business people should business people be doing this in general? It's like no matter their business, should everyone have a side hustle that's like get insta famous, get some richness, make money? Is that? I mean, it all depends on what you're trying to do. You know, if your thing is like you want a following and you want, you know, that, that fame, that, that social media fame, you know, I don't think it's for everybody. I think that, uh, some people just like being in their little cult in the woods and, you know, having 12 wives. I want a cult in the woods with 12 wives, I know, but I don't want to actually marry any of them. And I want to not have to see them most of the time. So you want 12 girlfriends? No, I don't want that either. I just want to be like, at the end. 12 I, women in your life. I'll just be left alone. That's all I want. <laughs> I, I just, the faking of the fab, like the lifestyle thing is I think bothersome to me because it's like, so those people are on Instagram and then they might have a YouTube channel and then Clubhouse, this new social media app, which I, I'm starting to listen more to. And there's some really like good nuggets there's some people that are trying to like help others, but there's a lot of realistically self-promotion. And misinformation. And it's and it's self-promotion in a sense that it's like you just create this like quote unquote resume and profile for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then if I if I look you up on the internet, there is nothing you've done like other than espouse stuff. And it's like, oh my God, is this like the, are these the future leaders? Are just people that mm-hmm. What I would just say they're not producing anything. Right. Like, I mean, I guess I could go through all the self-help and paraphrase like Brene Brown, Zig Ziglar, Napoleon Hill, and some of like the people from, you know, many, many years of like, and just like, just start spitting it out and rebranding it and being like, you know, now you're at the like power life, mental toughness Institute of America, like just throw some words together and then put a rocket ship and some gems and some emojis. And that then is that, I just, it drives me nuts because it's like, I always equated success with like hard work, achievements, doing the right thing, achieving things like, tra- you know, not only just having transactional value, but like having original value to people. And it's like, we have found such a way to derive fictitious value, I guess. I mean, like you're on Clubhouse, and you you listen to some. You haven't. You said you hadn't explored a lot of different things. Oh, some, but like not like you were talking about the stocks. I haven't gone into that. Like I listen to, you know, I listen to more like entrepreneur like stuff. You know. Sure, but do you find a lot of it too? It's like so. That's a fun word, entrepreneur, because there's a lot of people that use that word, influencer, entrepreneur, mm. and they throw it around, and it's like mm. you're not an entrepreneur. You're either, you know, just because you have an Instagram page and you're like, quote unquote, creating content, but you didn't actually make a product. Do you have multiple businesses? Like, do you actually have a business that sells something or are you just like spitting stuff and finding a way to make a hustle? And I have no problem with that, but it's like, when do we like hold the non genuine people accountable for that stuff? Like, I'm assuming it's not appropriate on a clubhouse page where the guy's like, I was listening to one on real estate last night because I I am in real estate with banking and I've got some properties and I'm it's always of interest and mm-hmm. so I was listening and this was a a bunch of people out of Texas 
but they were talking about getting like HUD loans and TIF financing and they were talking about like these tax credit deals and I'm just like I just wanted to ask have you ever done one of these before have you ever raised your hand on there I haven't you I, should. I, I was going to but you I had, bring value and I was thinking about it but it really was my value of calling someone out didn't seem that valuable other than like it's like hey being an industry insider Nobody does deals for brand new people. Like you've got to be a partner in first. You're mm-hmm. not getting a HUD loan. You're not doing all these things. You 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 took a seminar. You took a class, and it's just like it reminds me of the real estate flip days of like the '90s and 2000s, where you could take a class online, and they'd like you're going to be a millionaire in a month, and then like half these people went broke. Right. And now they're on Clubhouse or Instagram or Facebook, just trying to make it. Trying to make it, and like it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. drives me nuts so <laughs> i hope if you get instagram famous i hope it is only by like real value like oh, providing yeah. people yeah. with something that authentic helps them yep because the, just, there, there are people out there like that i know? know and and uh that's the thing that kind of sucks about these you know fake influencers because they're you know tainting the picture for people that actually are doing it and have hustled their ass and have grown a following, you know, of say, I don't know, 10, 20,000, like, and it's all real people mm-hmm. um, because they bring value to the table. So, and it, that, that value is, you know, brought by hard work and dedication and, you know, so. But yeah. we should do the, we should do the bot hustle. We should test it. Do the bot hustle on the Instagram page. I think, it, I think of that that uh, it's like 119 bucks or something for like 7,500. Yeah, something. So like we that. could get you know spend a thousand dollars and get 75,000 people like bots to like us. Yeah. Or we could probably hire a computer programmer for less than that to help us. Get them some weed. Be and... like, get him some weed. Get him out of his mom's basement. <laughs> I don't think Mitch lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> Mitch, it's a shout out to you and Contempo Solutions, my favorite web development company in Traverse City. He could help us. He would, maybe. Or he'd talk us out of it because he's yeah. he's good at that. He's and he's genuine. He he doesn't want us to be fake. No. I just it it, it is just it's one of those things when I read that article and I'm gonna check out the documentary, it's just like it kind of makes me cringe in a way that it's like ugh, it's just irritating. It is. <clears throat> it is. Because they're not experts. Right. Right. And, they're out renting Lambos and but this renting is the mansions. Thing. This and... is why people don't listen to scientists anymore or PhDs. Like, Because it's like the people that have the real qualifications or like the the gravitas mm-hmm. to like inform mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. we don't care because they don't, they don't have time to be on social media, right? They really don't. Mm-hmm. So they don't have this following. But instead of like truth, discovery, and fact, we go with like volume and loud. And it's like, boy, like, yes, if we had real social scientists and PhDs on like Clubhouse or Instagram and they were posting and, you know, trying to like dig deep, because like a lot of these things require really diving deep, then I think like, okay, yeah, like we should be like listening and you should be influencing our lives. Mm -hmm. But those are the people over here doing all the work. While the people not doing any work are, they're spending all this time telling us how great they are. And I'm like, I just want to bang my head on the desk. So I'm going to raise my hand in Clubhouse. You should, man. Call out shenanigans. Maybe, uh, well, not necessarily even call out. Just like, like have your rebuttal just be something that. Challenge it. Yeah, challenge it by, by a rebuttal. Not like, 
hey, person on the other side of the microphone, you yeah. suck. And this no, is why I'd just right. be like, I'd be like, know. hey, I just wonder if like you've actually done this before and like, are you really providing firsthand experience or is this from a class to your head? And being an insider, I can tell you that's not the case. Right. Um, yeah, I used to deal with that in the mid 2000s when people used to take a bunch of real estate classes. They'd come in and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to make millions of dollars and I don't need any of my own money and this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm like, yeah, nope, not going to happen here. They're like, no, if I if you if I appraise the house, it's worth more than I paid and you'll give me all this money and I'll go do it again and again. I'm like, nope, not how it works. It's just Yeah, I just it it, it bothers me. This will this is great that we're talking about this this week because next week we have um Zach Babcock on and Zach just so he's got about 11,000 followers and he just actually did a video about this topic. Um, he like posted a video talking about, you know, how half the people you follow who have a large following, um, are, they're like, they, they've bought the bots, they bought the followers. So he, right. that's, that'll be interesting to kind of I just it, pick his brain on that. It drives <laughs> me crazy. We, we, yes, there are people that are hustling, providing, trying to provide value, share life experience, share business experience. And I think when we do it in a way that we don't make it transactional and we don't charge or we don't necessarily know we're going to receive, that's when we do receive, right? Like mm -hmm. there's an old phrase from an organization that was like a cult that I was in, BNI, which uh, their their motto was Gosh, givers. it's a cult. It is a cult, but it's not. Oh, shoot. They'll probably sue us for that one. But they their philosophy was givers gain. And actually, it is a good philosophy. The concept being to risk, you know, if you give without the expectation of receiving, you will end up receiving in the long run. And I think when people in, you know, on social media that are putting out content that's valuable and people on Instagram that are, you know, sharing things that are true, I think that's huge. I, I, I really like exploring this clubhouse thing. Um, and maybe I'll host a room on stuff like banking related, finance related, like stuff I'm actually an expert in. I just like after talking about it all day in the office, you just kind of lose the love for it. You're just mm -hmm. like, liquor me up and go. Um, so what are the Instagram influencers you follow? You follow any that you find like real <clears throat> or do you even care? Um, I don't, I mean, I, the guys I follow, yeah, are for sure real. I mean, Ed Milet, you know, Andy Priscilla, I talk about them a lot, but they've built a following over, long period of time based off of the things that they've done. So I don't really like, I don't feel influenced by guys posting pictures of Lambos. And, you know, I think that's more of like the younger generation, like the guys who just want to get rich quick at like, you know, early twenties who are like, how can I do it? You know, I want a Lambo and a mansion and chicks everywhere and parties and bikinis and pools. I just be a rap star, right. like the old fashioned way. Play a sport. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm influenced by people who are like bringing value, you know, not like posting about, you know, the parties that they're having. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I don't think of any brands or like major people like I follow. And even then it's like Instagram to me, doesn't seem like there's a lot of narrative in it. Right. So right. a post is a post. Right. But right. I don't really get like, I just, I guess I should tr check out more of what my teenage daughter's social media follows. Cause they're more likely to be influenced by that stuff right right and like 
you know, a post is a post, but you know, they have stories that they talk on. So like, yeah, I'm still, you're still learning the still stories, learning. but see like the people I follow, you know, will post, you know, words on a story. You can read it or words on a post. I mean, a post is a post, but like you can really drop some bombs in, you know, if you put in the right verbiage and obviously, you know, like that. So, um, but uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Slipped. It's all right. I think, <clears throat> I mean, I always question, should I up my social media game to try to like, and I mean, not only because I know I have a lot of stuff to say. I mean, I've, I wouldn't say I'm highly educated, but I, I read a lot and there's a lot of stuff that I dabble in. So I have a strong opinion on a lot of things and it's thought through and the copious amount of psychedelics over the years have definitely helped my mind I love shift. that. I love that word and you use it a lot. I like it. I know. And every time copious. you say copious and a lot, I love the pun. It's, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's a cornucopia of ideas yeah. I have here. Um, but I always battle that with then being like, you know, I like an amount of privacy and authenticity. And I was, you know, I have been involved with people that let too much of the like their the lives be shown to the world and it's just like I battle with that cuz it's like maybe mm. if I spent 2 hours a week on social media content that and if if I knew like my return on investment was like okay if Jeff if I spent 2 hours a week on social media that'll equate to 10 grand a year is that worth your time mm-hmm. and then I'd do the math and be like yeah okay I could do that but then it's like would I like myself for doing that or not mm. and I don't know the answer to that um yeah, I mean it's it's all, you know, personal preference, but I do speaking of Clubhouse, like that there are some awesome people on there too, like There um, are. John Lee, do you know John Lee? No. I I just kind of heard about him last week, but he's like been on he's he's done a lot of things, but Elon Musk was on the other night. Was he really? Yeah, it was like 10 p.m. Pacific time, so I was <clears throat> asleep. That's huge. Yeah, so he was on there. Um Talking about like the future because that's what he talks about. Um, yeah, I was listening to one on um, psychedelic therapy for depression the other day, and it was it was interesting because it was like a PhD, a PhD, a PhD, and they're all talking about like giving people mm-hmm. like LSD, psilocybin, ketamine, like ways to like help them get out of severe traumatic depression, and then integrating these things into like a psychological practice and. That I was like, okay, I've got a bunch of PhDs up here. Like that, I feel like you've spent the years doing research and learning, and you have a valid opinion. Versus today, we had Duran on stocks, who was thirty-five, talking about technical analysis. And then when I found his LinkedIn, you know, up until twenty seventeen, he was like kind of in the music business. It just seems like all signs pointed to like hustler, snake oil salesman, mm-hmm. like. Insta insta influencer, right? right? Where you're just like, okay, man, like you're giving out advice, but like your advice doesn't even have any rules behind it. It's not captured in mm-hmm. any kind of foundational knowledge. Um, all right. Well, let's get insta famous. Let's do a book club way, though. Like, let's talk about a book. What are you reading right now? Um, I just took a dick pic. Okay. That's the name of the book. That's a really weird book title. I'm trying to expand my, yeah. Um, right now I'm actually, I was, I was reading a book by Napoleon Hill. Um, Think and Grow Rich? No. Uh, oh gosh. What's it called? 
Because that's like, um, let's see here. Napoleon Hill books on the Google. I've read, I read Think and Grow Rich. Uh, it's probably the next one. Outwitting Oops. the Devil? Yes. Okay. I've never read it. That's the one I'm reading. Um, But I just joined a <clears throat> men's group Bible study uh, three weeks ago. All right. So I've been reading that. Hell yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Be, peace be with you. Yeah, and also with you. I don't, still don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I'm reading The Denial of Death uh, by Ernest Becker, which was, I don't even know why I got it on audiobooks, but I think he had, uh, there was just something written in like the news a couple months ago, and I was like, interesting. So it's about human civilization is basically this elaborate, um, like, symbolic defense mechanism against our the knowledge that we're going to die like you're going to die right we're all going to die and the our way of coping with it is building these things whether it's like our children whether it's businesses whether it's like companies or governments to basically remember us forever and so because we as a psychological species deny the fact that we want to die or are going to die our whole existence is about like creating this, like um, I guess symbol or kind of statue to our existence. So I don't know. I'm like about four hours in, and I think I got about seven hours more. And I've been listening. This one's an audio book. Um, which do you prefer, one or the other? I prefer written text, <laughs> but I will say, if I'm driving, audio books are great because I mean, although I like music and NPR, the audio books are fantastic, mm -hmm. but. Um, I don't know. We should read a book together, not like next to each other, but we should Why? read a book Why not? and then talk about it. Well, one, because our schedules will never line up to read a book at the same time. I, I could figure it out. So could you. Let's do it. We'll have like pajama party and like okay. slumber. I was thinking more like we'd read and check in on each other versus like do it together. But we could do a study date. We could sit down and read like, hey, we're going to read this book. So here's your homework for next week. I want you to come up with two book titles that you think would be interesting, and I'll come up with two book titles. Okay. And then we'll think about what we're going to read. And you know what would be a great show at some point is then we'll we'll give our listeners, when we pick the book, a heads up, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. But like I think business slash self-help is probably you know good or like children's fiction. <laughs> go, dog, go. <laughs> hop on pop fox and socks go dog go that's a netflix show that's a show too is it go go, go dog. dog or go go dog or go uh, dog, i haven't go. seen it i think it is yeah. we just started watching cobra kai season one okay the kids love it because it's it's funny that a 14 year old has a nostalgic crush on ralph macchio from 1983 or six or whatever um which is kind of creepy but that's just who she is so we learned a little bit about Insta influencers and how baloney they are. Some Be of them. Be careful out there. Um, we also learned like there's a pretty easy way to hustle it, which may or may not last forever. And we're going to debate whether or not we do that. So we'd like to hear what I would like to do is interview somebody that has Instagram influencer experience but has done both the authentic and bot. Like, I want to hear about that. And then I want their take. And I want to challenge them on, you know, are what you is what you is what you provide to the masses actually legitimate or are you just selling drivel? 
when we um whenever Zach Babcock comes on the podcast, he will be a good one to talk about that with good. because he he will definitely have insight on that. Topic. Perfect. I so. look forward to it. Um we're back next week. Um so many things going on. Did you buy GameStop? Did not. Okay. Stop by GameStop. Don't yeah. buy GameStop. Yes. I just that story has been so much fun to follow. Oh my gosh, it's um, nuts right now. Mark, did you make a bajillion dollars off of GameStop? My Mark did not. There's a buddy I play hockey with who literally like made ten grand and then lost it probably all, or just he he got to keep the ten grand. He kept it. You got to post your gains page on Wall Street Bets on the Reddit, or it doesn't happen. We need to see lost porn and gain porn. You follow that thread on Reddit at all? No. It is so much fun. We will look at that later. Uh, same time next week. Same time, same place. Same bat channel. Uh, anything else we need to do? We check on everything. Joe Rogan, number. Seacrest out. See ya.